This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, everyone. I'm John Cassis, and today I'll be talking about my new article, Developing Credibility. When any of us starts a new job or even begins working with new colleagues, we're given a clean slate and the benefit of the doubt. We all have to prove ourselves in time. We're going to be judged on our technical ability, but we're also going to be judged by our character. Eventually, both of these things are going to be revealed. Now, we've all heard the warnings to not judge other people lest we be judged ourselves. But in truth, we can't function effectively in life or in business unless we know what is and what isn't true. That requires us to make judgments about what we're told and necessarily about the people who tell us these things. And while some of us may not like the idea of being judged, we are, all the time, whether we know it or not. Well, if we're going to be judged, wouldn't it be nice to be viewed as someone with good character who's earned the right to be believed and trusted? If we display solid technical knowledge and a tendency to do the right things, it's going to be noticed. Similarly, when people choose to take a different path, that will be noticed as well. In my article, I've outlined what I believe is a path in expressing favorable character and thus developing credibility over time, not just in banking, but anytime we interact with others. I've arrived at these conclusions from personal experiences as well as witnessing the experiences of others. And it's my hope that the readers will find at least some of the points personally beneficial. I've divided the topic of developing credibility into three main parts, integrity, knowledge of a topic, and competency and execution. Each of these parts then has additional characteristics that are explored in greater depth. Let's first begin by talking about integrity. Everyone probably has their own gut feeling about what integrity is. Honesty is usually the root of that feeling. And there's no question that it's hard to view someone as credible if they've exhibited a pattern of dishonesty. Mistakes are one thing, but willful deception is noticed and not easily forgotten. In addition to honesty, the article mentions six additional characteristics comprising integrity. I'll discuss a couple of these. The first one is omissions. When we omit something that's critical to the topic at hand, that can be a problem. Some people even view omissions as lies. When it comes to getting a job done with others, one critical omission can ruin the overall result. When the omission is accidental, it's one thing, but when the omission is intentional, it's going to leave a bad taste. Another attribute is the concept of spin. This occurs when the person speaking knows how to present a topic fairly, but instead chooses to manipulate the conversation into a dishonest or self-serving direction. And if we're talking about whether or not the bank should risk millions of dollars on any given deal, everyone is expected to evaluate all aspects of the deal in a truthful manner. But if a banker concludes that some aspect of the deal is really great, when everyone else can plainly see that it's actually really bad, that's going to leave people questioning the judgment of that banker. So once a banker exhibits the attributes of integrity on a regular basis, the next main part of credibility, knowledge, will be given some attention. After all, what good is it to be very knowledgeable about something only to be viewed as dishonest when talking about it? 
In addition to learning the body of knowledge related to a discipline, there's also the need to listen and learn. It's really hard to learn about something if we don't listen to those who have been there and done that before us. This is also when we develop our own filter and learn who is and isn't credible in the subject we're becoming knowledgeable about. The accumulation of knowledge culminates in developing ideas and conclusions and ultimately taking a stand. Without new ideas and the fortitude to stand behind them, there would never be any new inventions, new businesses, new scientific theories. So a solid underpinning of the topic is needed. It takes knowing a lot about something to do so, but if we're to develop a high level of credibility in something we do, we need to be able to get to that point. Instead of looking to others to be told what to believe, credible experts are able to figure things out for themselves. And secondly, when they're able to do this, it gets noticed, and the credible expert becomes a go-to person on that subject. He or she will then be the person that others who are still building their own credibility on that topic will then listen to. I think the personal benefits to developing a, uh, into a credible expert are substantial. And this is why I wanted to share these ideas in an article. I'm not suggesting we all need to become experts in everything, but certainly we should aim for that standard for the things we care about. Remember, our credibility and our character are constantly being evaluated, whether we like it or not, by our clients, by our colleagues, and in our personal relationships. So if that's the case, why not aim to become that highly knowledgeable and credi credible professional that our bank puts us forward as being? I hope the article has been useful, especially to those professionals just beginning in their careers. I welcome reader feedback and experiences on the subject. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.